0: bounce forward with comcast business help your business bounce forward today
2: with this amazing offer for a limited time ask how to get a 500 dollars prepaid card call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more comcast business restrictions apply new comcast business customers only call for
1: restrictions and complete details it's up to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's ozil gazette But it went exactly. right, But oh! right, it went right, But it went right, we oh, right. bars, bars on on MVP the in free kick. We're for a Heads right in the paper yeah, right. I thought was Ian to Ian it was right. Ian But I right Man could have had that fight But I'm mean, gonna walk on side. Man had to grab that man You're not gonna spit this time Trying to work with the good oh, energy the work with the back fight it's amazing, like, oh, it's Aaron Ramsey, that's, foul. I'm not, I'm that's the response Re-pilot, of Arsenal. My team in the time
3: I Webber, Chelsea, Sisley, lost their focus in the joy of equalising. Uh, hello, uh, welcome to another Touchy Gunners podcast. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by uh, the usual suspects today of Shell, Dan and Leroy. How you guys doing? Yo, all
0: good, good man. Fucking happy
3: boy! <laughs> are, are you over the moon because uh, w- Willian is joining, or or because uh, just
4: Arturo's in the house? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fully like he's done his thing, man. He's done his thing.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm particularly enjoying your um, Zoom background. It's it's very interesting, actually. It's quite cool. Yeah, I'm hoping cool. this kind of thing catches on. Yeah, yeah, but
4: it's yeah. Like I'm a ghost of him.
3: Yeah, well, you know, keeping the identity uh, secret is important, but you know, you got to keep you got got to keep them on edge. You know,
4: got to keep them on it's edge. Okay,
3: case. Okay. Yeah, before before we start, anyway. Um, obviously, usual usual plugs. Um, make sure to use the hashtag #TouchlineFrackers. It is #TouchlineFrackers. The hashtag. Use that. So if you want to um, comment on a pod or anything like that, any funny parts, use the hashtag. Okay, use the hashtag. Uh, don't bother t- doing hashtag gooners. We won't see it, okay? So use Touchdown Frackers. Obviously, as per usual, if you don't want to listen to us as an audio format and you want to see Leroy's uh, funny Zoom background, um, then you can obviously watch this on YouTube. The YouTube is Touchdown Frackers, so you can go there. Um, big shout out to all our patrons again. Um, tomorrow, I believe we're recording a – so we will ta- we will talk transfers today but we'll do it in a limited scale. And what we're going to do is we're going to do like a player profile of our targets. So every week we're going to do a player profile, breaking down a specific player that we're heavily linked with. We haven't quite decided who we're going to do yet. We're kind of, you know, contemplating William or Coutinho, you know, which one's more interesting, you know? So uh, we're we're, going to, we're going to do that. Or maybe Gabrielle, who knows? Um, But yeah, so, that will be available to all Patreons, so you can get... Um, if you haven't subscribed, what better reason to um, uh, to, su- to subscribe to our Patreon there? You can do that for as little as £5 a month. So, um, yeah. Uh, like Guys, we haven't actually spoke since the FA Cup final. Um, you know, it's uh, a- a- an unexpected result for all of us, I felt. I don't think any of us came into the game expecting... Um, uh us to win you know we were all kind of fearing for the worst maybe like a, a gallant kind of loss you know Um but um probably our most important FA Cup win maybe since our first first one uh, ending the trophy drought under Wenger what do you think?
0: Yeah for sure man in, ter- in terms of the ramifications of, of what it meant like we already know um financially how tight it is at the moment so um that was needed 100 percent after finishing eighth, we needed that little extra revenue stream that um winning the FA Cup would bring. So boy, amazing, amazing. So big up our Tata man. Yeah
1: football. man.
3: We needed it now. now We can get William on four year deal. <laughs> oh, you know, hundred and fifty K a week.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: Add an option onto that.
0: Jesus Christ.
3: We really needed that Europa League money. Oh, and and on top of that. Why don't we just sack a few of the, the staff <laughs> members as well? Sack Eileen in the canteen. Yeah? Oh, sack sac, sac Francis, oh. who, who, who's, who's our only good talent recogniser. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's just get rid of everyone and, and, and sign William on, on <laughs> um, a four-year deal. How about that?
4: I'm fucking fuming. When I saw that today, I saw it after work only like an hour ago. You know when like, your heart sinks, like something that you've seen? I just think, what are you doing? Mm. And it just makes me think that Rao is just going to literally, it's him and his agents taking over the world, taking over the club, and they're just going to just rinse us of our money and West Ham.
3: We we we've got a lot of questions about that, so we'll do that. I I didn't mean to divert, but it was kind of like you know, it was a bit, it was a bit difficult not to, isn't it? But um, let's talk um, more in depth about the the final. it was, it, was a, it was a difficult start for us. I felt like Chelsea really kind of stuck it on us first 10 minutes or so. And um, when we went 1-0 down with some, some typical Arsenal weak defending, you know, uh, I think it was just Pulisic just ran through our midfield like, like, you know, like no one was even there. I think it was Pulisic or it might have been Mount. I can't remember who. But um, yeah, it kind of set me up thinking, oh my God. Not again. Like, we, Is this going to be like another hiding like in Baku? Are we, we going to really get stuffed here? Um, what, what was you guys' thoughts of, of, that, of those first 10 minutes? And what was you thinking when we went 1-0 down? I'll start with you, uh, Dan. I'll start with you, Dan.
2: I was, um, I, I was out watching the game, so I couldn't join the Discord. And, um, yeah, first 10 minutes, man. Conceded the goal. Um, here in bed, Chelsea fans celebrate. I was fuming. Fuming.
4: I've seen you bad some people up. So <laughs> I know. Bro, Jack, that, out.
0: That, that, that that Dan was drinking that peach gin, boy.
4: <laughs> oh, drinking that me floating, bro. I was. <laughs>
3: <all over laughs> I swear that video. It, 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 I do, I still don't know what you were saying, Dan. It needs subtitles, bruv. It bro. It needs bro. subtitles. I don't know what you were talking about I, yet. I was, I, was, I, I was, it was just sounded floor. like you were hot in someone. <laughs>
2: I was man. I you thought know. I was watching a, a, an
3: episode of Married to Medicine or 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 de- a Desperate House. Uh, what's it called? Housewives
4: of Atlanta or something like that. <laughs> if you all didn't see it, by the way, you listeners, we're gonna put it on the on the touchy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> hey, I
3: don't know what he was saying, but it was oh. it was crud talk. So. He was on crud still. <laughs> what, uh, Dan, can I ask? Was that what at uh, what scoreline was at? I'm assuming that was but, when we when we won the game, or was it, it when we yeah,
2: equalised? It was after the game.
3: Oh, it was after the game. Right, yeah. So, you were a bit I, pissed. I'll
2: I, I give, I give you the scenario. What happened is, yeah, I went to the pub with a couple, a couple of my friends. Um, some Chelsea fans, some Arsenal fans, and one Spurs fan, some West Ham fans there as well. And the Spurs fan before the game was asking about, have you got a spare Chelsea shirt for me? <laughs> Where? So I'm just waiting for the game, know. Obviously, I'm hoping we're we'll winning, it Because my agenda was already, he was already set up for the time, so... I was already. I, I already said that I said would win the trophy before Mourinho. I would win the trophy quicker than Pochettino would. So it was basically just unloading that after the game on him. So mm. that's what oh, fair enough.
3: I don't, I don't know what Spurs fans like. Even the um the touchline pod uh the Spurs touchline pod TLF Hotspur touchline Hotspur sorry um they they were talking like I just don't understand what gives you the authority to even chat to us. Like you ain't won a li- like, there's a literal Twitter account dedicated to you guys on how long you haven't won a trophy since. Okay, and you finish so above bad. us for a few years. Well done. We used to finish above you every year for about 25 years. Who gives a shit, man? Like, seriously. But anyway, yeah, um, no, enough about Spurs fan. We're giving them, we're giving them way too much, too much uh, time day. of day.
2: Um, but yeah, first two minutes, my head, was, my head was hot. Yeah, um, as, as you said, um, I was getting flashbacks, bro, from the Baku final, man. I was getting flashbacks. I was thinking Drew Nexon is going to be a bullet header and uh, they're going to sink us today. And then I, th- I just think Chelsea, Chelsea kind of stepped off a little bit. They had a few more good openings, but stepped off a little bit. And um, we maybe, I don't know if I made a switch at that moment, because I think the real switch came at the drinks break. So it's just they stepped off a little bit. They had a few more here and there chances. And um, then after the drinks break, man... Um, what he? I, I think he. I think a, a couple of the things that he's supposed to said was that Ainsley Mertens comes more in midfield to help us out, and that we continue to attack the the channel of Aspilacuta, which we did. He was there's like this video of him talking to Tierney, basically just lump it down that wing, man. bumming yeah. <laughs> is I mean, there somewhere? I find him, <laughs> and uh, that's what led to the penalty, you know. So, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's there's something. It's not a it... penalty, by the way. So. We,
3: yeah, oh, we've had it all from Meads this week about, oh, oh it's not a penalty, um, Kovacic shouldn't have been sent off, Martinez was handballing it outside the box, like all this but from, from from a team that apparently did not care about mm. whether they won the FA Cup, they didn't care about the game, they didn't care if, if they oh. won or not, oh, we're in the Champions League, What do we care? Da, da, da. But... <laughs> It's conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory after the game. Apparently, the referees don't like Chelsea and all of this crap. But where was that when, you know, when Chelsea got a fortuitous win over us uh, just a few months ago at the Emirates? Was not it... Uh, what happened in that game? I oh, can't remember.
2: When was twisting up Gonduzzi's arm.
3: Yeah, that was the it. Giorginho. Jor- he should have been sent off. Yeah, where was the, uh, the referee bias then? But yeah, it, it, there seems to be something in these drinks breaks, I feel like, where we're able to really take advantage of it. I think, um, who is it that spoke about I think it might have been Chris Wilder spoke about it and said that we're not actually supposed to be given tactical instructions during these drink breaks, but Arteta seems to be sneaking a, a, few, a few instructions in during these uh, drinks breaks, and we seem to be taking
4: advantage of them. Yeah, do you know what? I think tactically, that was a really interesting game. I thought even though the teams aren't great. So like Chelsea proper dominated that first 22 minutes of the dreams. Mm. And we couldn't really live with them in the middle of the park. So the way they set up was they set up their 3-4-3, three, three, but they had their three at the top was very narrow. So they had like a, a two behind Giroud, but they were very close. Mount was making third man runs and then Pulisic was receiving to, speed in a, uh, to feet in the pocket. So I felt that our midfield was really, really overwhelmed because we were playing like a dual system so, when we had the ball, we were playing a 4 3 3 with Angel and Maintenance Niles quite wide on the left in midfield. And then when we lost the ball, he reverted back to left wing back, and then Tierney came inside. And one thing I was impressed with was with how much space Angel and Niles covered because he had, his two positioned in and out of possession, obviously, it was only when we had measure, measure possession, were really far apart, and he covered that ground very, very quickly. Mm. But we were getting really dominated in the middle because they had obviously Pulisic in the middle, Mount in the middle. And um, they had their two centre mids and we couldn't really cope. Yeah. And then the big changes Arteta made as soon as that first string break, obviously, was to bypass the midfield and hit over um, straight away. But he did two things because Mount was making a lot of third-man runs. So he said to uh, Tierney, as soon as they get the ball, you're going to man-mark Mount. Mm-hmm. And he literally man-marked him out the game from that point, or at least for the first half. And then um, Ainsley metten was covered in the, the left half space after that, when we weren't, weren't in possession. Um, and yeah, so it was the long ball, man him out, And then um, Ainsley metten also was essentially, he was making runs trying to pin back uh, Reese James. So you can see him making a lot of runs from deeper positions and trying to make Reese James think about something just to leave him out of the picture. So I think he made those three changes at the drinks break. And this is the evolution of Arteta we're seeing as a coach before our very eyes, because before we were saying in-game management's not very good. And recently, and in the last few games, especially the big games, he's been identifying the problem, fixing it, mm. identifying the problem, fixing it, in-game. And I think that's really, really impressive. And, we, and he's clearly improving at that as he's going on in the job. So I think 10 out of 10 for Arteta for, um, what he, for the changes he made to actually change the game.
3: Yeah, 100%. Um... Obviously, it was one of those changes that you mentioned that obviously led to the equalizer, which was that kind of like Dan, as you alluded to, the the punt. I, I don't, I don't want to use the word punt with with Kieran, right? Because I feel like there's a bit, there's a bit more to it. Yeah, he's put a lot of loft, a lot of spin, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of skill and technique on that on that uh, punt forward. Yeah, so I would like to call it like a, a lofted pass. It was a very eloquent pass over the top, right on the money. You know, Aubameyang takes it in his stride and Aspi. From then on he's he's up against it and he was having a him and reese james were having a torrid time against um
2: has bottled this man he that after that penalty, he bottled out of that game i don't care he was not injured man i don't believe that yeah he went he off with a, a hamstring injury off. was it? it looked dubious to me man
4: yeah
2: nah
4: uh, uh, come on man yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's exactly how you pull up with that hammy goes 100
3: but there there, there was a, there was a few there was a few occasions where oba and ainsley got in behind um, and, uh, you know, for, for someone like Reese James, who I actually thought was... Well, I think he still is quite quick. But Ainsley was just giving him a tough day, so, man. Like.
2: Long, long, over long distances, I don't think he, could, he, he was able to cope back and forth with and Now, I think this is where you see the, the evolution in PMP. Um, mm. I think Reese James is, is, is obviously quite good technically and of a short, short, short burst, but maintenance has got his over short, long... Yeah. And for about 90 minutes. So that's, that's a whole other level of...
4: Very a, impressive yeah. athleticism he showed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah.
2: He was very good, even with the ball. Off the ball, of, of course, he did a lot. Mm-hmm. He was also quite good with the ball, man.
3: Yeah. So uh, Oba got the penalty. And I, I, have to, I have to admit, I was petrified. I, th- I yeah, thought he was going to miss. I actually put money on him to miss, uh, as you do, because I'm a degenerate gambler. Um, And But I couldn't be more happy to lose a bet because he put the penalty away like, you know, he didn't have a care in the world, just slammed it right into the corner.
2: Sight netting, man.
3: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Caballero, he's uh, an expert penalty taker. He, He didn't stand a chance. So, But then once we scored that goal, we seemed to really take over the game. Um, I think it was a little bit before then because you know we were building up a bit of pressure and a bit of momentum, and then the rest of the half was ours. I felt I was thinking, yeah, Lira, you were on the Discord with me? I think I was saying to you like, um, man, like the, the, the half time halftime whistle was really coming at, at, at a bad time for us because we were well on top. We yeah. were like you know getting in really dangerous positions, and you know Chelsea couldn't really get out. And then obviously the 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 the, the halftime whistle came. Um, what what do you do you think it was just what, what what did we do to really like change the momentum in midfield and what did we do to get a controlling element over the game over uh, kovacic and Jorginho? in midfield yeah
4: um, I, I don't i'm not really sure we changed very much with midfield i feel like we nullified their threat very well mm. and then we were picking up the second balls off the, when we were trying to hit Aubameyang. Well, the thing is, when you're in football, lot,
3: very good at a, that, by the way.
4: A lot of it's about momentum. So those changes that Arteta made kind of changed momentum. And then because we were on top, then you start getting the confidence and we start stroking it around the back four. Chelsea are getting a bit less confident. And I think that's what kind of changed everything. I don't think in midfield specifically, there were many changes that I could identify. I don't know about you, man, but I couldn't see any specific midfield changes. He did get maitland asked to do um, a bit more running on that side off the ball, but that's all I saw.
2: Mm. Do, you know, do you know, I think football is a game of um, of spells a lot of times and the very best teams, like in the Premier League, is quite obvious, the very best teams, Liverpool, um, by a far stretch this season, but City as well, they're able to control these spells and then um, able to assert dominance and then attack when they need to. Um, so even when they drop off in intensity a little bit, they still game manage very well. So I think, while Chelsea have a better squad than us, I don't think they have. They're they're quite yet there with the game management as well. So they came out very good in the first twenty minutes. First, um, the first twenty minutes with intensity, especially Pulisic was extremely bright. He took some un- unbelievable touches, um. But once once the momentum has said shifted, um, I think they struggled game managing, um, and they struggled mm. getting getting back and um, dominance over the game. And this is this is something that happens in football a lot of times. And we just had the momentum and also the intensity that came with us. So players there for the first 20 minutes were not good. All of a sudden, we're, we're awake. Like Pepe was all of a sudden awake. He was doing stuff. Lacazette was all of a sudden moving a bit more. So those kind of things make a difference. And then some like Coverture was already on the yellow, I believe. So mm-hmm. that, those things impact how, you, how you're able to, to, um, to press someone, how you're able to chase someone down. Um, so I think those things kind of um, turned into our favour. Um, with the goal and and the way we finished the half, especially. And then going into the second half, we uh, just uh, carried on, basically.
3: I I guess it helps that we had the best midfielder in the league on the pitch as well, like uh, my boy, my boy, Danny. Danny. Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bowling Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bull and Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to BolinBranch to shop their best deals today. That's B O L L and Branch.com today. See site for details. That's helped, mm-hmm.
0: does it? I think. Um, I think another point as well was that after the drinks break, when we started stretching them and when we started going long. Um, because Chelsea aren't very quick at the back. I mean, I mean Zouma's okay across, across the ground, but him and Rudiger are very, very clumsy. So because we started to stretch them, you, you saw, and Wendell a massive, massive pitch. Yeah. So you, you, you easily see. So once we start stretching them, that sort of discouraged them from pressing too, too high up consistently. So that in itself lended more time to Xhaka and um, Sabayos so to start uh, picking passes and playing through the lines and stuff as well. And that, that's how we, because we were able to diversify our threat. Um, and that's where I think Arteta sort of outwitted Frank a bit more. Um, we would either, because the fact of the matter is we can play and Xhaka and, and Sabal, given time, they can pop through the lines but as well. But also knowing the fact that, do you know what, we, we're not scared to go long and we're not scared to turn them the other way as well. So I think that helped to stretch them. And it just, it, it gave them another thing to think about, which they probably didn't really consider. Because obviously by default, Arsenal are not really going to go long. Um, but if you see the game state and, and, and where the spaces are on the pitch... Um, we we looked to exploit that, and that was um, that was really good on our as part. Yeah, yeah do you know what I think as well. As you as he mentioned with Rudiger
2: and um, Zuma, I think when the ball started coming long and they're being under more pressure, they panicked so much. So a lot of their passes that they in the, in the first twenty minutes did with ease, and we didn't press that well. They couldn't do anymore. They were, they were they were not getting the right accuracy behind the passes. They were just they were being very wayward. So um, and, yeah. and to be
0: honest, and whilst they. They can run. They're both very, very clumsy defenders, both of them. Do you know what I mean? So once you put those sort of guys under pressure, they literally start panicking themselves mm. as well. So and that that sort of thing then starts to permeate throughout the team. Even though technically Chelsea are a, a much higher level than us, it, it, it didn't. We sort of we, we sort of equalised it. Um, definitely from sort of that twenty minute mark onwards. And yeah, like you said, it was it was a shame because um, you half ended when it was because I think. If it had gone on maybe another ten minutes, maybe we might have got another goal. But
3: yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But then we we didn't we didn't need the other goal and end, uh, in that half because I felt the second half was kind of stale. I think Lero, you probably got a different opinion to me, but I felt like it was it was a half, it was a half where neither team really did much. I felt we were pretty comfortable on the whole. Um, obviously, the goal came out. A really good time for us Um, I think we scored with uh, in the 65th minute or something around that time and then obviously Kovacic got sent off about five minutes later so that was a really good five minute period for us that allowed us to you know get control over the 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 game
0: the Pulisic thing helped as well Uh, yeah of course Pulisic went off injured injured, but that probably sort of Added to the fact that obviously after Aspie went off in the first half, that's another hamstring that went so mm. they probably got a bit more, they probably got a bit discouraged as well. And uh, yeah, I was very
3: happy to see the back of Pulisic uh, because
0: mate, he mate, was causing us a few issues. And to be fair, I thought um, Lampard was going to bring on Cho and then he brought mm. on Pedro first. But, yeah, I mean, himself, were they were human. they were, but to be fair, but, I mean, anyone is still going to burn Rob Holden that that you so slow, mm. so um, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, but to be fair, yeah, it, it, it didn't really change much of the overall flow. And, and to be honest, once we went ahead. I say it now, um, I wasn't confident at the time, but we didn't really look like we were going to concede again once once we went ahead, to be fair.
3: No, I agree. I did. I don't think Chelsea really, I know they had 10 men. Um, I know they had a lot of the ball, which I, I don't know if that was a ploy from us or, you know, we definitely seemed to be a lot more conservative. But um, despite them having, you know, the lion's share of possession in the second half, I never felt like they were going to do anything. I don't even remember them really having a a chance. I don't think they had a ch- I don't even think they had a half chance. Um, they,
0: they, they, they said um, it was just they, Pedro they, they from range, really. Yeah, and they <laughs> didn't have. They said they didn't have a shot on target after the tenth minute in the game. So that pretty yeah. much tells you all you need to know after that. So
4: yeah,
3: Lero, you, you were saying in the group chat that you felt Chelsea were on top in that second half, and you felt like we. Well, I'll, I'll let you explain what you.
4: Ah, oh, so what I was saying is, um, despite obviously they're not creating much, in terms of a massive threat. I thought they dominated. So after our spell of domination after the drinks break for the rest of the first half, I thought Chelsea, when they came out in the second half, they were pretty dominant over the over the football and they had the the, the game, they had the control of the game. They were mm-hmm. writing the script of the game. Um, and I felt that obviously our um uh what's this called until the red card sorry uh, we, that came obviously against... Well, that that changed everything, and that was against the of play. I just felt that they were a little bit dominant. But, mm-hmm. like you said, we didn't have... They didn't create any clear-cut chances. They didn't create any um, situations that really troubled us. But I just felt that we were soaking up a little bit of... Well, we were seeding a bit of dominance there because mm-hmm. we were very, very dominant at the second half of the first half, if that makes sense. Maybe a bit of nervousness? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like Dan said, it's just... Football is a game of... Uh, of um phases so like it was just their time to be a bit dominant but they didn't do much with it so mm. let, let, let's talk about the the goal then because it was um
3: it was a uh a bit of a scrappy goal but with a really really quality finish at the end so like obviously the the the, the ball started i think my boy sabayos again he was involved in it i think he won back the ball you know find gave shame. it to Bellerin. find
0: some shame find some shame
3: listen you know it he was quality on the day. You can't even deny it, can you? Can't even deny it. He was he was the best midfielder on the day. Maybe the best player on the pitch outside of Bamyang. um oh, So
2: still <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: Yeah. So and then Bellerin obviously went on a on a weird little dribble where he over overhit it, and then we had a lucky break. Um, and then I felt like Pepe. Uh, Gave Oba too much to do with his pass. I felt like Obba uh, he, he played it behind Oba, and that was the reason Oba had to check back and then take on Zuma. Um, I don't know if you guys have a different perspective. I felt like he could have played it more in Oba's path to allow him to to get a shot off.
2: I think I think in that situation, um, it's better to unless unless there's a for um, for 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 a goal-scoring opportunity that, that leads directly to a shot. I think he did the right pass there to slow down, pay for Aubameyang to go either on his left or right foot. So he knew he'd pass it over, and then Aubameyang can then decide if he was going to go on his right or left. Mm. Rather than passing it too hard, and Aubameyang has to go on his left, he didn't make his mind up. He gave Aubameyang basically like, I'm giving you the... I don't know if that was his intention, of course, but I guess so. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. gonna give it to your feet. <laughs> 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 Definitely didn't intend
3: it. Definitely didn't yeah. intend it. Now, do you know what? I, you know what? Me, let, let me
4: let me give the, the do this on purpose, but let I'm me not... give him the benefit. Because what, what I think has happened is the way the ball came to him wasn't the easiest thing in the first place. Because mm-hmm. it came from that collision, right? Yeah. He actually to get it under control yeah. with the first touch was actually decent. Now, I think he's just basically been as cautious as possible not to fuck up. Yeah, because he had to play that across. Was it two or three defenders, mm. and they weren't that far away from the ball. So I think he's played it backwards to be as safe as possible to play it safe side to Oba, so it doesn't get intercepted across the box. So I think he has actually done that intentionally, but he's just basically bottled it a little Botted bit. It, mm.
1: so. But so you,
4: yeah, I can agree with Dad's with that. Yeah. I um, mean,
0: to be to be fair, I think that was sort of the right option though, because if you remember a few minutes before, I had the opportunity where. The ball came across him, and he tried to take it on his right, and and uh, and Zuma blocked it as well. So mm. I think it was better to give him the opportunity as said, just to decide what he wanted to do with it. Fair uh, enough. But,
3: so I just was... felt like you see in that position, you see in that position. I've seen that Oba in that position so many times, and just and he just gets tackled because obo is not very good one v one. Like how many goals have you actually seen where Obba stands a man up and beats him? You know, and especially on his left side, I've not, not seen it that many times. Oba's Obba's that not that kind of striker. So when I saw Pepe play it to his feet, and I saw that Zuma was in front of and I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like we've slowed we've slowed it down, and I wasn't expecting Obba to do what he did, but he did. <laughs> he absolutely took Zuma to the cleaners, and I loved, I loved uh, hearing Georginio's right. alternative commentary on it. Ah, oh,
4: Zuma! Uh, oh, that was a drug to me. I, I watched that at least hundred times. As well. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a drug to me. Even the first day, right, I watched right, it right, right, right. <laughs> right foot, right foot, right foot. Ah, Zuma! Inject it, inject it
3: into my. It sounded like he had. He's seen this. He's seen this exact same situation in training like hundreds of times. He's like, oh,
4: Zoom, not again, man, Zoom. Uh, and, and you know what's the other thing? When Zoo was face when um, Abyme went past him, like he looked. Like, ah, man, nice yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. it, it, it was an it was an amazing goal from from mm-hmm. him, but The finish as well was just fucking oh, ridiculous. Top, top, like, top, top, top. you know to, to, it, he made it look really easy. But how many of those chances have we have we seen missed? You know mm-hmm. where he's gone for the most difficult finish. I think and it just came off, you know, spectacularly. and
2: On that goal as well, I think I think at Arsenal we have not seen it much, but you know you know, I watch Dortmund games. Uh, Aubameyang is unbelievable at chipping the ball mm. with both feet. So I've seen him on a lot of occasions just chip the ball when it's not the easy finish, but he makes it look easy. So he can go on his left foot. He, doesn't, he, doesn't, he usually doesn't lever it on his left foot. He prefers to chip it on his left foot. And he prefers to finesse it on his right foot. So when he, if he shoots with his right foot, it's usually finesse. If he shoots mm. with his left, it's usually chip. Mm.
0: I, I was going to say because wasn't his very first goal for Arsenal a left foot chip After, against Everton? Chip against Everton. I'm pretty mm. sure I remember it like he was put through he's
2: on goal. That much at Arsenal boy. He's got loads yeah. of like that.
4: He's just an elite players doing elite things, man. He, he is something else. Yeah, he, he is. is something else. And he is. I, um, yeah, go. Like if he does stay. I just hope he can, because the thing is, I was, I mean, you probably remember because we, we knew each other then, Lewis. I was screaming that we should get Bamian uh, from St. Etienne. Mm. I, I was on it. I was thinking this guy, even though he was very raw at uh, uh, them times. And I think even, he's a more refined player now. Yeah. And yeah. even back when he was at Dortmund in the first few seasons, I don't think Klopp really fancied him because he was so raw. Mm. Cool. And he's really developed. And I just hope, this is that is my hope for Martinelli, what young is now. And I just hope he can help nurture him, he can study from him and he can watch him practice, refine himself technically, especially in his finishing and become that type of player, but hopefully at a younger age. Um, yeah. And, and um, yeah, that, he's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I One personally of the best about, about so much is that even as he said, as he was already pulling off unbelievable finishes, but mm. he was missing quite a bit as well. Mm, and yeah. He at Dortmund, he did the same. A lot of unbelievable finishes, very good goals, but also a lot of misses. But he always got into the right place and the cha- and got the chances. Now Arsenal, he doesn't. He doesn't even. He, he doesn't even get enough chances. But his game is definitely more refined because he just takes his chances when they come. So like it's just for, like honestly, he plays at such a high level to to play in a team that that we've we've looked at the creative numbers. William will be our most creative player if he comes right. Mm. So. Like we're so far off creatively, and to think that this player has scored what 22 goals in the Premier League again, um, that, 29
3: uh, all comps.
2: It's just ridiculous, man. Honestly, yeah. he's playing at, at such a high level um, that the club needs to do everything they can do to to turn down to a contract realistically. Um, yeah. Obviously, I understand the, the 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 business part of it that you don't want to pay too much again for someone um over 30. And um, don't have the Uzo situation again. But like honestly, he's playing at such a high level. Um, we can't let him go and he he's goals man
0: bounce forward with comcast
2: business help your business bounce forward today with this amazing offer for a limited time ask how to get a 500 prepaid card call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more comcast business restrictions apply new comcast business customers only call for restrictions and complete details
3: I, 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 i've got a question actually so we'll get into the listeners questions because i want to i want to cover transfers as well and there's i, I was just looking through the, the listeners questions as you were doing it and there's a lot about transfers so we could just do it as one well. but just mm-hmm. regarding abamiang g fearum asked uh, have the cast members who were pushing for the club to sell Bamiyang in the summer and reinvest earlier in the season revise their position now i believe we have a few people on the on the call today that were of that uh, position sean being one of them um have you revised your uh, position on that sean
0: yeah, yeah, I will take everything I said back. <laughs> 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 well, 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 we, we,
3: you don't want the twenty mil anymore, no. You don't no, want no, the twenty no, mil now. No. Yeah,
0: no. Listen, well, for whatever money we will get, is not. It's not even worth it, bro. Just, just bank it, bro. Just back, give him, give him the P. Sell others to raise funds, and boom. What, why
3: have you changed your opinion, though? What, what,
0: what uh, why specifically? No, so it's obviously it's not a case of you know I've always rated him. It's not a case of me never not rating him. It's just that I thought the position we were in. I mean, we still are in that sort of that position of just the rebuild. That um, I just thought, you know what? Just eff it. We're just going to need to to scrap it all and, and start mm. again. Maybe because I think Arteta's a bit of a miracle worker. He can he can cut corners. And by the way, it looks like they're approaching their sort of transfer strategy strategy this season. It's kind of similar to you know how when we gave Erzul that new deal, we bought Abba, we bought Mickey, because they're just trying to do it, um, trying to do a short term thing and just trying to get back into the Champions League by hook or by crook. And I think mm-hmm. they're going to try the same thing again next season because that's how you can see our, our transfer policies influenced by the league to sort of William really Coutinho party. These are all very experienced guys. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we're trying to either, because they're obviously back in the Europa now, so we're either trying to get top four through the league or through or Europa next season in it. So, and I think mm-hmm. they're just pretty much just trying to commit all they can to get it as soon as possible. Yeah. And um, obviously, if, if they do that, then it makes sense to, to hang on to Ober as well. Do you know what I mean? If, for example, like, say we didn't win on Saturday, then I think that would have made more logic to sell him just to say, do you know what? We can accept if we're going to be out of the wilderness, um, just to start, but they're going to just try and F it and just, and just try and cut corners and just try and get Champions League by hook or by crook next season again. So,
3: fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. Da- Dan and Leroy, I can't remember your stances exactly. So master... Oh, yeah,
2: I got you. Guys you first. No, you go, you go, you
3: go,
2: you go. One of you go, one of okay, master... you go. I think, I think Miro, me and Leroy might have had the same stance I, I was just saying I want him to sign I would even throw the bag at him Just do not let him go into his last year of his mm. contract Because cause you were saying let him, go, let him go into his last year of the contract he, he will still score his goals But for me, I was thinking uh, Economically, that doesn't make much sense And I also, we've seen it before I think the distraction is too big like Even mm. now, he's getting asked every, every, After every game, he's getting asked um, questions about his contract Next season, it would be the same if he doesn't have a new contract. So for me, it would just be like, give him the bag or
4: sell him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was my, my stance was, I said, we sell a Bamiyang if we can't get him to resign because we can't be letting him walk away for a free. I, I know how good he is. But I, I also said at the time that we wouldn't be able to get someone of his quality and we, we'd be paying a lot of money for it. So, if we can get him to resign, we should keep him. And I have the same stance. If he's not going to resign, we have to sell him. Same. Fair enough. Fair well, enough. There's no other option because no, to reinvest. Um, but,
3: but before we move on to some of the transfer stuff, I just wanted to get you you guys' thoughts on the um performance of Pepe because I felt like it was quite um uh, uh, divisive in opinion. I felt like I actually felt like he did okay. It was just really, it was just a strange performance. It was just I, oh, yeah. he did everything like at hundred mile an hour and. Everything was just like Someone really th- drip or drown. Everything was just done with like
4: five <laughs> star skill level kind of. on tweeted that he he runs like Mike's comedy, and that's exactly what he plays like. He plays like I imagine Mike's comedies will play football. Mm. That's what he looks like. So oh,
0: disrespecting my boy, don't do that. Who's
4: in the said hey,
3: yeah, listen, if Hardy cool, Caprio is getting deals, then boy. Maybe Pepe's
4: one of them. Everything looks so unorthodox. (laughs) Everything looks so unorthodox. Do you know what? Like I said, first half, I thought he wasn't good. I I don't know what people were seeing. I I thought he wasn't good. Second half, he played a little bit better because he had more of an impact. Again, it's not a performance I'd expect from a player who, one, costs as much as he does and two, came with as much hype as he did. Mm. But he, he was at least effective. And the good thing I'll say about his performance he worked his balls off. Man ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. I have to give him credit for it, but I still don't think it was a... Sp- if that's a good performance, then fucking hell, the bar is on the floor. Mm. The bar is on the floor. I'm sorry.
3: I, I, have, I think I agree with you.
4: I think I agree with you because it was... Because if that's what they're classed as a good performance, and that's what they're getting excited about, mm. Golden didn't go in, or oh, Golden was counted offside. A couple of little shoes. Nice finish though. Really nice, nice finish. finish. <laughs>
2: And, and, and to be
4: fair, he didn't know it was offside. A couple of little shimmies. A couple of step overs. Um, what else did he do? Uh, obviously, the, the pass to Oba. He did a, he, to be fair, he did a couple uh, runs,
3: um, like dribbles away from pressure. Won us quite a, quite a few free kicks, actually, as well, Definitely. when we needed uh, it. That's
4: so. it. If, that, if that's a good game, then fucking hell. Where, where are we? Mm. How How have we fallen?
3: Well... Let's talk a little bit more about how far we've fallen because there's obviously a lot of talk about transfers since the season is what just under six weeks away now. So um the, the the rumors are coming thick and fast and things seem to be with certain players further down the line than others. So let's um all these questions by the way are from patrons. So I'm gonna try and get through them we've all. But up. a lot of them are a lot of them are quite similar. So um okay, let's um all right, let's start this one with Sasha. Sasha, she asks, uh, it's not even a question, it's just, we need a Willian discussion. So um, let me just give a quick, brief overview to you know the Willian thing, um, the Willian transfer for, for people that are out of the loop, I guess. But it seems like Willian is coming to Arsenal. He was, and it seems like he was left out of the FA Cup final because he was coming to Arsenal. Rumours are mixed between a two to three year deal with an option. And also the wages are uh, mixed rumours as well. We don't quite know how much, as favourable as less than 120 grand a week to I've seen some at like 150 grand a week. So, um, Leroy, you seem like you're chomping at the bit. So um, I'll let you go
4: first with the Willian stuff. Bullshit! It's a bullshit transfer. Mm. Bullshit. Transfer. E- even if it's two years on bullshit. 100k a week. Bollocks! I'm not not interested. Um, okay. The reason I'm not interested yet is if you're talking about Willian, who's 27, I'll have it because he's not going to fall off a cliff. So Willian, I actually like as a player. I know he gets a lot of heat from the Chelsea boys and stuff, but I've always maintained I like him. The reason I like him is, okay, he doesn't score. He doesn't assist, but he's the next level or a good level of what Iwobi was. So Willian is very, very good at creating offensive situations. Mm. He's got A good dribbling quality, he's relatively fast, he's got good technical ability, he's a good ball handler, Um, he's a reasonable passer. Um, Okay, that's fallen off a little bit, but yeah. So he is very good at destabilizing defenses and doing that thing where you've got a difficult situation, a difficult team like you to break a block. William contributes in that aspect and he works relatively hard as well. But the problem is, he is a player who's very reliant on his physical attributes because his game is about explosiveness when you have older players they tend to when they lose their explosive it tends to fall off a cliff it's not a gradual decline so we are probably going to catch william's fall off a cliff moment and then just be paying him his pension for the rest of the time he's here when he's a completely useless player and doesn't have any 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 use for us at all so i that's why i don't think it's a good sign and if you tell me william five years ago we're getting on a free and we're going to pay him whatever fine but at the moment I feel like there, there are more creative signings and people keep telling me, oh, it's on a free, or it's on a free. Well, it depends on what you believe, but if the rumours are true and his salary is, and his signing on bonus, et cetera, are going to cost us, what, 10, between 8 and 10 million a year, there's, there are smarter signings which are going to probably cost you less for, on the amortised figure across a five-year deal, let's say. So I just don't think it's very wise business.
1: Hmm.
3: Dan, uh, how do you feel about
2: it? I pretty much share the sentiment um, that, that Leroy has just um, articulated. Um, for me, I just think it um, sets a weird precedent again. Um, signing players that are old, paying them quite a bit of money, um, signing some of them Chelsea again when they're old and on the way down. Really, it's not. Work- I mean, Louise has worked somewhat towards the end, but realistically, he's had a horror season for us. If you put it into context. And then um, Czech, you know, I hate check. So, um, okay. check was good for us, man. Bro, leave the helmet here where he is, man. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just not, not a fan of that um, point blank period. And I personally believe that we should really only look to sign players um, between the ages of, um, if, if, if it's first team players um, that come straight into the first team, um, unless they're very, very good young players, they sh- we should sign players between 23 and like 28, 29. Um, and anyone over 30, if you're signing them, it should be a backup or it should be a goalkeeper. And we don't need goalkeeper, so signing players over 30 for me is a no, anyway. What,
3: what about if he? What about if what about if I told you, yeah, now I'm not, I'm not saying this is going to happen by any stretch of imagine, imagination, but what if I told you we're also going to sell sign Zaha for 30 million? Would that make you feel better about the Willian transfer? No. Okay. Oh! No. I was, <laughs> all right, okay.
4: Because they're in the same position. I f- okay, if you tell me you're going to get Willian, and then you're going to get Gabriel, Partey, Auer, mm. fair enough. Fair enough. But you're not. And that's not what we're going to do.
3: So. What yeah. about Gabriel, Partey, and Zaha?
4: No, because why are you going to get Zaha and Willian? They're playing both down the wing. I'm more... Oh, you, you, admit.
3: you're not a really big fan of Pepe.
4: Maybe Arteta's not either. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. I could understand <laughs> Um, I get it. no, 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 it's not happening. Really, because
3: they're both playing the same position. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I think. Um, I think something to be taken into consideration with this Willian thing is um, he's obviously rejected to do at Chelsea, and the rumours are he's also rejected um, bigger that. money elsewhere. So I think he's obviously coming here because he's been given some kind of guarantees that he's going to play. Um, because otherwise. It, you know, if he was just coming for a, a retirement thing, he maybe could have just stayed at Chelsea. But because Chelsea are signing the, the whole world in their dog, um, he's probably not going to play that much at all next season. Even if he is one of Frank's favoured players, you know. Um, but you know, I, I, I do like Willian as a player. I'm similar to Leroy. I like I like him as a player. He's he's is he thirty or thirty one? He's going to be thirty two. No, is he? He's thirty two next
4: week. No, next month.
3: Right. Wow, okay. So he's he's getting on, but regardless, he's he's a player that doesn't seem to be um, falling off a cliff as of yet. Um, uh, yeah. He this season. I'm just gonna pull up some stats here. This season. You know
2: what, you know what the thing is, with I, I would be it'd be interesting to see his running numbers and stuff because um, <laughs> brilliant in a way reminds me of Tio Roberto a little bit. Tio Roberto um, played for Bayern Munich and he played also for Hamburg at one point. And he played for Hammock when he was relatively old. And um, Bayer
3: Leverkusen, right?
2: Bayer Leverkusen before Bayern mm. Munich, yeah. So, and he was just—he's obviously Brazilian as well. He had the same funky hair as uh, William. Um, and and he was just—he was just like super fit. Like it was, mm-hmm. he was—he was playing well into his 35s, and he was playing high intensity. He was just no slowing down. Obviously, maybe William is one of these freaks, but I still don't believe in the and then signing players were 30. Also, the whole—the whole. The whole situation around this transfer, is kind of makes me feel I Also, this is our first signing um, mm. on the, uh, in, the, in the transfer, window it's just a bit... I mean, uh, for me, this transfer window will really outline what their strategy is. Um, yeah. I mean, Sean has already touched on it, getting to Champions League but Crook, but we really will see what their plans are and how they will structure transfers going forward as well. It'll be a very, very strong indication because we now have the, the, the transfers, um window from last year And we'll have this transfer window And it will give us a very good indication Because at the moment I think A lot of, a lot of fans are speculating um, And whilst, whilst I don't agree with the William signing There has to be some sort of plan I think people people will say "Oh, There's no plan There will have to be a plan Because there's no way The KS, um, KZ are allocating money Without a, a proper plan in place So there's, there's got to be a plan Whether this plan is good or not We'll see Gazzidis' plan was shit we know that now, but let's see what their plan is. Um, I'm, I, I, as, the, as the guys, I'm against it, but I need to see the whole plan. Maybe there is something that we're not seeing and not privy to and missing, mm. and they will come together. That's me being an optimist, really. Um, I'm trying to give them benefit of the doubt. Same as the, the Francis news coming today as well. Um, we don't have enough information, but it doesn't look good, man. But mm. well, yeah. no
3: it doesn't i i think there is a there is a big thing about optics because i think this signing would be greeted less i'm not saying that it's a good sign it's not a good it's not a good sign let's face it you know you're you're, you're going to have a player into who maybe could finish his contract 34 35 on 150 grand a week we don't know what it's going to be like physically in the time but there is a bit of optics about it if we had signed Partey by now if we had signed gabriel by now Right. It is a, it's a is a is an easier pill to swallow but because we are so in the dark we don't know what the club is doing we don't know if it's you don't know we don't know if the club are gaslighting us we don't, we don't know I, I don't like that word by the way <laughs> uh, and i'm sure leroy don't like that word either <laughs> but yeah. we we don't know if we're being yeah. gaslighted yeah so um, <laughs> we, we don't know but there, there there is something i like about william like i posted some some um just quickly before we move on to the whole kia stuff um there there, there is there is something i like about william and it's we are, we are talking about a player who may, maybe is in his prime, coming to the end of his prime. And um, this season, you know, shot-creating actions is a weird stat, but it's something we really lack. It's what Leroy you know, said, It's
2: stabilising the fences.
3: Yeah, it's, it's essentially that. And, and all the best creators in the league have these stats in, in huge numbers. So, for example, I'll give you some context. Kevin De Bruyne, shot-creating actions this season, uh, 220. Okay, um Jack Grealish, 184, Madison, 168, Trent, 151, Willian, 145, yeah. That's above Mares, Buendia, Salah, Sterling, Mount. Now, if I tell you where our leading shot create in actions guy is, yeah, you, well, br- you probably won't be surprised. Um 57th, yeah. Uh Nicholas Pepe with 66. So Willian has almost well over, over double the amount of, um, of Willian. And it's just something like that. I feel like Willian is going to provide us something. It might only be for a year. Sure. It could be for a year, you know. But I feel like he is going to give us some extra creativity in that final third, like the ability to destabilise defences. And to be honest, he probably would have had more assists this season if he hadn't played with Tammy Abraham up front. Sure. You know, like, Tammy Abraham probably missed the most chance in the Premier League this season. And a lot of them... And probably from William, you know, creating chances. So maybe with a up front, you know, he's able to put up better assist numbers. But William doesn't really get that many
4: assists, and that's not what I'd be worried about. I'm not worried about William as a player, I'm worried about him in his age profile, and I'm worried about him from a financial
3: point of view. Yes, yeah. I, 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 sh- I share those concerns, but what,
4: what, let, let's, let's what,
2: what, move what, 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 on to what the guy. Another, another concern I have about William as well is that for the last couple of years, where have we seen him play right wing? So mm. if so awesome. yeah. he comes to yeah, Arsenal, it's wing,
3: it's weird. different
2: interpretation of what he's been doing offensively for the last couple of seasons. So mm. for me, it's, it's just a bit like it doesn't quite fit for me. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. but, so that's why I was saying in the group, maybe we're, we're getting a left winger, wing player and we're having Pepe or Willian start on the right. Because um, a lot of people are suggesting William on the left. Is he really going to play on the left? I don't. Why would he? Like, he's not played there for the last four or five mm. seasons.
3: Yeah, I, that that is a strange one as well. But unless we're unless we're trying to do the Chelsea thing where we're playing both narrow strike, uh, like narrow, um, what, what they did on, on Sunday where they played their attacking midfield is very narrow. I don't see it. I don't
4: see it. If we're looking at the City model, I don't see that happening. Mm.
3: But Pepe has come in, hasn't he? Pepe is playing a lot more closer to the goal um, in recent games rather than put out wide
4: well it's because we we've been paying well, most of the time we've been paying a three four three, and our whip is coming from our wing back mm. if you switch to a four three three, it's going to be a bit more difficult to do
1: true sometimes saving money takes work but when you switch to xfinity mobile it's easy you'll save hundreds a year on your wireless bill and get nationwide 5g included at no extra cost wow that was easy go online call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today restrictions apply
3: true um all right cool let me get some other questions in so um okay uh, robin he <coughs> uh, he says israel raul skunked what do you see this agent-based recruitment leading to in the long run so obviously agent-based recruitment if you guys don't know what robin is talking about he's talking about kia jarachuan who um obviously is uh, the um the representation of willian he's also the representation of cedric um, he's friends of the representative of pa- uh, Pablo Mari. He's, he's the representation of Coutinho. Um, have I missed anyone out, <laughs> Have I missed anyone out? I don't think I've missed anyone out. David Luiz. David Luiz as well. Sorry, how could I forget David Luiz? So, um, yeah, um, question on Kia. Um, where do you guys see this agent-based recruitment leading to in the long run? Are you guys scared?
2: I'm not. I'm not scared to be honest. I just think is um
3: for me um worried. I should say. Why would you be scared? I'm very worried. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, me, I, just, I just think that it gives us a give. I, I just don't think that that will be um a club that that like for example, I use Dortmund as a model. Like we won't be ever run like Dortmund as a model where we get players, build them up, and sell them. Basically, have them in the shop window. You That's not what Arsenal are trying to do. However, we can operate in the same market as Dortmund and acquire those players and keep them. So we actually have better financial power in Dortmund. So say someone like Jane Sancho, we get them on good money. We um, we put them in the shop window. No, we don't put them in the shop window. They they develop well Arsenal and we can keep them. Um, Dortmund ultimately can't keep them and they have to sell. This is what, in my opinion, we should be doing. We should be signing. Um, we should have a strong spine of experienced and... Um, and good players, um, in centre midfield. we should have one world-class player. We should have one world-class player at the back, one world-class player in goal, one world-class player up top, and then one world-class player on the wing. And then the rest, really, um, obviously, like good fullbacks. We, we want to be good all round but really we want to acquire players that have a lot of potential, high potential players, a player like Martinelli, a player like Saka. Where they come in and um, ultimately they'll stay for the next five, six, seven years, and they stay at the club because we have the financial muscles to keep them. Well, I
4: don't have to sell them. I'll well, tell you what, why, why this isn't going to happen because we just got rid of all our fucking scouts.
3: Mm, that's what, that's added to the worry, right?
4: fucking scouts. So I don't see us operating with that model. I yeah, see us operating with really, really. But we, then, but but go we go could by also by,
3: replace those scouts though, no? So I guess... Fair
4: enough, but when you go by agent-led model, model, that's very much you're getting the next big thing. And that worries me because the next big thing often turns out to be a flop, more time than not. It's the player that's quietly come up scouted by a Dortmund who do their homework properly and then them blows up there so and then we we're going to be the ones who are paying the money off to Dortmund to take their their expensive um expensive player that they built up two years for which what happened with Pepe yeah yeah exactly we are destined to make Pepe like signings Pepe and William and Coutinho and them type of signings that that that's what we without with this Raul's model, that's the type of signing we're going to make. And that's not the type of signing that's going to do you well financially or from performance wise, I don't think.
1: Mm.
2: So, this is where I want to have balance because we've seen some good signings from, from this consortium as well, though. We've seen the Saliba deal, which we all believe looks like a good deal. Tierney, obviously, is an unbelievable deal, really. Martinelli. Um, even Sabayas is a good loan. If you get him on loan again and we get good um, sign, some um, 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 optional clause on him. That would be good, Martinelli. Uh, I mean, Leno was a good deal as well. Okay, this, this was still when Mizintat was still up, around.
4: Okay. I, I'm, really, I, I'm going to talk about them deals, so one by one. Why did we sign Martinelli? Edu. Kagia wanted to get Oh, okay. Was that Kageo, yeah? That was all Kagia. That okay. was of Edu. Why did we sign Kieran Tierney? Because um, our scouting team... i have been following for years. Yeah, we've been following for years. Our scouting team are the ones who wanted Kieran Tierney. Um, out of the good signings, sorry. Leno. Why did we go Leno? Because Mizintat wanted Leno. Mizentat was the one who knew Leno's quality. So that's another scouting appointment. So those, those are the good signings that we made, yeah? Saliba? Um, Saliba. Why did we want Saliba? Because our, if you read the reports, our scouting team identified him as potentially one of the best centre-backs in the world. They said, if you want to run back, there's your run back. That's why we skipped. We, we, the deals that we signed that are good were based on the quality of our scouts. Mm. And Raul got the deal done, fair enough. But it, this wasn't age agent-led stuff. It wasn't agent-led stuff. So this is the first, no, no January, because obviously we're missing That January was our first window of agent-led business, and we have got Cedric Suarez and Pablo. <laughs> oh. This is our second agent-led window, and we're linked with William Coutinho from the same Don. Who else are we linked to? Him? Okay, we are linked with Gabriel, which was signed. We are linked with... Know, you know, even what you, what you forgot. The, the, the yeah. first one where
0: Midland's left was where we picked up Osset, Denis Suarez in January. Bro. That was, mm. that, was
4: no, that was an Emery request, though. Mm. Cool
0: yeah, day. but it was an
4: Emery and Raul thing, but them, them two in tandem, so boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, was, it was Emery's request. Like, no, it it was it was more like... Oh, uh, Emery, uh, yeah, yeah, I got I got this player, Dennis Suarez. You, do you like him? Oh, yeah, yeah, God, I'll have him. And that's basically what it was.
4: And like. our scouting team all didn't want him, mm.
3: yeah, so, With, for, for, for good reasons. I'm concerned, Sean. Uh, I know, sorry, you were doing baby daddy duties, um, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> 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 um we're, we're just talking about the we, we've spoken about willian you've missed the whole willian thing you can chime in a little bit on it if you want um but we're we're talking a, a, a lot about uh kia's influence and this agent-led approach to our transfer business now so just uh maybe you give your thoughts on uh on this approach yeah
0: yeah i mean i'm I'm quite vocal in terms of um, i'm not a fan but i mean it's pretty evident i think that's the way they're going to be going um with, with Raul and um, Kia at the reins. I mean, people have said it before. I think sometimes pe- people think that we're a bit sceptical of Kia for no reason, but he has previous, do you know what I mean? He almost bankrupted Corinthians. His dealings with QPR are ever done. Do you remember, obviously, when he brought Tevez and Mascherano to West Ham, the trouble West Ham got in with? He's, he's dodgy for a reason. No you know success I mean?
3: stories at all, man. He's only successful for himself.
0: Right, and so look at any he, players, he, obviously. Exactly. So, and now, and like, like I said, the only way it will work for me is if he can sort of guarantee us um, the next sort of Brazilian stars in the possible making. So, obviously, Martinelli was a was a good start, but I'm hoping we can get more like that. Gabriel potentially is a fantastic deal, but do you know what I mean? Willian Coutinho, um, these are all just these are all just his links. Do you know what I mean? So, and people said that whenever you whenever you hire Kia, um his players come with him. Do you know what I mean? So and I can't remember what club it was, I think it might have been Corinthians, um, a couple of key players weren't playing, and um, the manager basically got sacked because of it, do you know what I mean? So it's just a bit, obviously I think Arteta will have a bit more clout, and I think the better, if Arteta does well, he will always have leverage on his side, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, me personally, I don't really like the route it, it's going down. Um, I know a lot of other big clubs do do this, but...
2: Yeah, I, was, I, was, I, I, um, whilst I whilst I have the same worries as you guys, I'm trying to have a, Balance debate. So I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because, for example, City, Jorge Mendes has so many of his clients on City's books. So many. Um, Obviously, Wolves, we obviously know Why that. Why is Mendes that client. not spoken about? Honestly, City have so many Jorge Mendes clients, man. I didn't know that. Otamendi um, <laughs> is a Jorge Mendes client. Cancelo's also. Um, so all the shit
0: ones. And I
2: think,
0: like, um, I think like um, the thing is, if you do well, nobody actually cares. Nobody yeah. really cares. That's what I'm saying. So if Arteta does well, literally, key all sorts of drift into the background. Do you know what I mean? No one will literally care. Do you know what I mean?
3: Well, what, um, your I think your mic is making it. Is that can anyone else
0: hear that? The okay, do you know what? Someone else speak. I'll, I'll go and talk. That no, now.
3: I think it's all right now. I think maybe the the, the mic that you had okay. hanging down okay. was bashing against the table or something. Okay,
0: yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to do this and monitor. Baby. It's all right, right. Don't yeah, worry. no, it's all right, but yeah, um, I see that yeah. nappy
3: in your hand, like yeah. you've got right. nappy in one hand, yeah. head, mm-hmm.
0: headphone in the it. other.
4: Oh, is that spit up on your top? Well, <laughs> it will not surprise me.
0: Listen, the amount the amount of times this child throws up on me on a daily basis is crazy, man. um But it's yeah, sign yeah. love, man, I, don't I, worry. I, <laughs> but, I, but I think if Arteta does well, um, we we won't care too much, and I, and I think that's that's the most important thing. Me, but generally, I'm I'm not particularly happy in terms of the way it goes, but. I think at the same time, remember when Wenger was here, like as Dan says, the pay devil's advocate, we used to sometimes moan that we didn't get in bed with mm. agents enough. Do you know what I mean? So we used to moan about our traditional methods and maybe how, oh, we missed out on X, Y. Um, so maybe this is just part of what, what you have to do um you don't and, have
4: to do it because other clubs aren't bitches to agents like nah, you, but, you but, can but, deal with but, agents but you don't bend over for them
0: yeah I, and, and i think yeah so so my thing is i've got no problem dealing with agents i don't just want to be in bed with just one agent that's my kind of thing do you know what i mean it seems well, an exclusive yeah it's like some other clubs will deal with different agents but it just seems very exclusive like with kia do you know what I mean? we,
3: we, we've gone from one extreme to the other we don't we don't deal with agents at all <laughs> and then and now we're like we're like we're we we're, we're Kia's mistress. We're like cuckolded to him or something like that. Uh, it's, it's a bit nuts. But um let me go through some more listeners' questions then to do with recruitment. So Thierry 21. Tw- yeah, Thierry 21, another patron, uh subscriber. He asks, um, looking at the players, the players we're closely linked to. Where does a squad with um Gabriel? I don't even know I can't pronounce Magal Magalis. Magalis yeah, yeah. Uh Coutinho... Partey, Willian, and Sabayos finish in the league. F- first of all, is that would you guys be happy with that as a window? What, what would we rate that window as?
0: I, I, I would. I would be happy. I can't lie. I think that's like a as an eight out of ten window. It's a very, very good window. The way it would be higher is if you got um, someone better than like a William for me, hmm.
3: um, or, a, or a, a, a more creative player.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean like a, yeah, a, a good, really good like ball handler from and the left.
3: Awa. Awa.
0: Uh, well, I mean, our would probably be. Yeah, what actually, would actually happen is, would you put like that? You'd, you'd put that Coutinho left, and you'd have our in the middle. Um, that would look really nice. But, but generally, I'm surprised because if we do pull off all the names we are linked to, that's already a better window than we've initially anticipated. I can't lie. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Mm. None, none of us, none of us would have expected that. So, yeah. um, and I think we're
3: all expecting Ryan Fraser and, on a free. And, and
0: do you know what I mean? And like it's I said, to happen, it, even and, though I, know, I'm. I'm um,
2: on all this shit. Yes.
0: Yeah, mm. so, so, even though I'm not too... I, like, the thing is, I like the profile of players we're going for. Even though it might not necessarily be the personnel I would have got, I think in terms of the attributes that we're looking to buy, I think that, that's right. And, and that, for me, is a slight positive. Do you know what I mean? So I can see where each of those guys would fit in, in the team. And I think they will improve us, especially um, in terms of Gabriel and Party. For me, th- those are the two key signings. Um,
3: yeah. uh, so point. what would you give it out of 10?
0: Uh, eight. If we got all of those that you've mentioned, mm. I'd probably give it an
3: eight out of 10. Yeah, I, I, I agree with eight. What about Dan and Leroy? What, what do you guys think? I'll start. I'll start, I'll start on, the, based
4: on the position that we're currently in. You have to give it an eight because mm. even though it's not ideal, it's far beyond our expectations. It
3: improves us a lot as well, doesn't it? It
4: does, but we still finish fifth. Okay, in answer to the question, we still finish fifth. What were the signings?
3: Mm. Uh, Gabriel yeah. Coutinho, Partey, William, and Ceballos.
2: Listen. We finished eighth. What? We, this year we finished. Oh, we
4: even with them signing. Oh. Hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: That'd be fucking worrying.
2: <laughs> it was. It was really, really a terrible, terrible season for us, and we just. We obviously we went out on the high with the FA Cup and got a Europa League. That win though, I, I wouldn't have anticipated that or expected that. So I'm. I'm definitely giving that at least an eight. I mean, mm. any window that involves Parte signing for this football club, including a centre back that has the profile of I mean, Gabriel's already seven for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I think I just think, in terms of, you know, when me, it sounds a bit Yerda, but in terms of what it does for the spine, like if, if you look at the axis, say, of the next five years, if you can have a Gabriel um, Saliba partnership with Partey just in front, in terms of what that, that a strong, strong
3: goalkeeper there. there as well. A very
0: strong goalkeeper behind and Obra through the middle. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of what that allows us to do as a side, in terms of how we can defend higher as a unit, um and how we can compress the spaces in front, that allows us to do so so much. Yeah. So mm. for me, like I said, um Gabriel, Party are the most important. And then other than that, we can remix in terms of who we sign and, and but yeah, but those two really take it up a level in terms of and they're the right age. Party at twenty seven, fantastic age, and Gabriel at twenty two, fantastic age as well.
3: Anyone think that those group of signings is enough to propel us into top four. Leroy says it's not enough. Um, you, I, I, I mean, we were what, we were, We even despite our shit show this season, I, I know teams are improving, don't get me wrong. If United signed Sancho, Chelsea, as I as mentioned before, Chelsea signed the, the one, the but Just because you sign a lot of players doesn't mean that you're going to automatically improve, you know, because if that was the case, then, you know, <laughs> we would be, every, every team would be getting 100 points a year. It doesn't work that way. So, um, I, I, I Does anyone I, foresee those signings getting us into the top four?
0: I think on paper, I agree with Leroy. We're probably, on paper, obviously we know ball's not played on paper, but on paper that's probably the fifth best side in the league. As it as it stands now, if we were to project what other teams are doing in terms of United with Sancho, um, Chelsea with Havertz and ZF and Pulisic and, and Werner, all those sort of guys, I would have us just below um, those United and Chelsea. Um, but... Never, this is where I give Arteta a lot of props because the value of coaching can easily bridge that gap. Mm. Well, I say not easily bridge that gap, but in terms of um, even though we're not levels from a quality, quality perspective, I think the value of coaching could bring us up a level because mm. there are times where I looked at Tottenham squad and I didn't think, oh, mm, it's not all that. But the value of how well they, how well coached they were under Potch, um, they always finished very, very high up. So I think, um, I think we'd have a chance. I'm not saying we would make it, but I think we'd have a decent sh- shot at fourth. But... I would probably say we would go. We should go all out for the Europa, and that team is definitely strong enough to win the Europa League, hundred percent. Mm.
3: Okay. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, Kony asks: uh, Is Jacques Partey, Ceballos, Willock, ESR, and Coutinho enough midfield options for a full season? It's
4: enough, but it's dead. Mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: when
4: you start reading those names, you know I just got
3: wafted. What, what, what I'm confused a little bit by is, <clears throat> well, we don't even know if this, we'll talk a little bit about Coutinho now, is um, Coutinho, we're getting mixed vibes. John Cross, Matt Law, they both said, I don't know what they've, what they've heard, but they both said that, you know, Coutinho isn't happening because William has signed. But, you know, your foreign press seems to think that we're still in... For Coutinho, um, I, whether that deal happens or not, I don't know. But where does Coutinho play for you guys? Because for me, I was always more impressed with Coutinho as part of a front three as, a, as, as opposed to him playing as a 10 or um, in midfield. So wh- wh- where do you think we would see the best Coutinho? But, and and where, do we, where do you think he actually will play if he does sign, obviously? On the left, he, he
4: can't play midfield.
3: Do you, but do you, so, okay, but is that your opinion that you think he, he's going to play on the left or do you think that's just where he's best at? I think he's gonna...
4: if we got William and Coutinho, he'd play as a number 10 and we'd go 4 two, 3 one and he'd just replace Ezo in the system that we saw at the beginning mm. the um, But if we don't, we won't get William. we only got Coutinho, I think he'd play off the left.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah I, I, I agree with Leroy. Right? If we were to just get, if the news that it's true that um, Matt and John are saying that we're only going to go for William. Um, so if we were to get one of them I, I'd assume Coutinho would play from the left but if we got both Julian and Coutinho as previous reports have said um, and also I think we have long-standing interest in Coutinho because if you remember from last summer as well do you remember we were linked with to him towards mm-hmm. the end as well um, and and I think um, as, as you see since um, Raul has been in charge a lot of the British press have been quite far behind in terms of Arsenal dealings they don't really get onto it until last last minute do you know what I mean so even now they're all running the party stuff but the foreign press have been running that for a while, wouldn't it. So mm. um, I think uh, I think if we got William and yeah and Coutinho, Coutinho would play centrally. I I do sort of get the reservations about him being an actual playmaker and playing centrally. Um, I, I don't classify him as a traditional playmaker, even though he can make good. Final more of third. a shooter, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. Even he can make good final third actions, but do you know what I mean. You never know because I. Because the whole transformation in terms of what what Pep was doing with the with the two eights is still what I think Arteta would like to do as well. So whether Coutinho could pay as an eight, I know he did at times at Liverpool in midfield, um, and obviously to varying to varying degrees of success. But that 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 might be a plan. Um, but then again, if Xhaka is still to be a starter, which I'd hope, if like for example, if you got to, if you got to buy or San Coutinho, I would not play Xhaka. But yeah, my, my mind is still telling me that Jacker is going to be a Xhaka's starter. Jacker is
3: going to play, is it?
0: Yeah, alongside Party next season. So if we, I agree with Leroy. If we are going to, um, if Jacker is going to start, I think we should play one If we're, he's not going to start, we should play four three three. So for example, if we're gonna buy Party, I would have Zabayos and Coutinho in front of him. Mm-hmm. But if not, um, then it would be Jacker, Party, and Coutinho. You know is in it. We want
4: to give our Ghanaian brother a heart attack. Jesus, what, what, Christ. he's he's capable, man. And
3: listen, I, I, I've seen enough from Sabios. I think he can. I think he can. I think he could do a good job <laughs> next to Partey and and that that midfield. I like that midfield. Coutinho, yeah. Partey, and Sabio.
0: I do. On on paper, it it looks. It doesn't look like it could work, but I think um, I think from from a positional standpoint, Arteta could probably make that work. Um, it would need a, a lot of work, and Coutinho would need to. Um, do a lot of work defensively as well but, he, he works hard though oh uh, yeah I, I don't think he's yeah I, I don't think he's like a shirker do you know what i mean he, he can put his foot in um and he was he was very intense when he was playing under clock you know what i mean at liverpool mm. so i don't think it's a case of he, he can't he can't apply himself i think it would just need it's it's one of those things that probably needs a lot of work on the training ground mm. to make work. but um but i would i wouldn't rule it out because to as as uh, Gary Neville said, who five years ago could have seen KDB and David Silva playing as eights? I mean, just in front of a DM. So um, these things can work from a, from a coaching standpoint. But it, yeah, it would, it would take a while. And I would like to see that.
3: True. Okay. Um, J7, he asked, if we were to get Gabriel, is a back four of Ainsley Maitland niles KT, Salib- Saliba and Gabriel, two inexperienced to start in the PL? So before we answer that question, let's talk a little bit about Gabriel, because Sean, you've been banging this drum for quite some months now. You've been saying, we need to sign this guy. Why are we not linked with him? I, I think we him. were linked with him, and then we weren't linked <laughs> with him. And then- so so
0: I, I was like, you know, like obviously we've been linked with Upa Meccano for time, but I, I looked at, um, and I agreed with Leroy, I looked at Gabriel, and I just thought the profile of Gabriel suited a lot, a lot better in terms of um, Upa Meccano has got fantastic physical attributes, but he's still quite rory, he's still quite rash. Um, whereas I think I think Gabriel's a tad more. I don't even know what the word Astured, is. To use yeah, I, I think the balance potentially with him and Saliba is nice as well. Um, Gabriel six three, Saliba six four. Considering what we've been used to uh, defensively, that's fantastic. And 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 they're both um, strong, very very good in jewels. I think I read Gabriel wins seventy percent of his ground jewels, which is um which is very very high.
4: Do you know what I mean? So um, over seventy percent of both sets yeah. of jewels. Ground yeah.
0: Yeah, and and that's fantastic. Um, And so our, so while everyone was always talking about Uki Makano, I was always a lot bigger on Gabriel. And obviously you talk about um, Arteta like in a left foot centre back. This is just Pablo Mari, but much better. Do you know what I mean? So this is someone who's a lot quicker across the ground, um, strong in the air, good on the floor. So we, if we go from having what we've had to um, uh, that next season, I'll, I'll be happy. Um, to answer the question in terms of, I think that is too inexperienced. Um, you would probably have what I would envisage happening is that Louise probably starts with like um, Gabrielle, and then you probably, or they they probably rotate with Louise at some point during the season. Because I'm probably sure I think, even though Louise has got his flaws, he's probably going to help you he can help mentor both of them before like passing the baton on to like both of them to start the following season. So yeah, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't go in with that. I think it's a bit too green.
3: I, I do like the look of this Gabriel kid, though. He, I, I I didn't want to... Because I saw United being linked to him and I thought, oh, fuck this, man. Yeah, I don't want to get I, too I,
0: invested I, I, I was shook. I, was, I can't even lie. I remember... I still am.
4: Uh, I, still am. I think they want to be
3: us. Yeah. The, 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 the rumours coming out of um, France tonight was that, yes, we are his preferred destination at the moment, hmm. but United have still got a hand to play. So... Um, I yeah, that kind I, I, of.
0: I, I, I think the things that lends itself in our favour is probably that. One, I don't know. Do United have any? And I know it sounds it's quite a soft factor, but these these things definitely pay a factor. The fact that he's Brazilian, the fact that he's uh, he's very he close with Carreiro David.
2: What's
0: that? Oh, yeah, no, I,
2: uh, I? I ain't Brazilian, bro. Yeah, I mean, that
0: man ain't Brazilian, bro. Do you know what I mean? So, um, he's close with David Luiz Pepe's his boyfriend, Lil. William has um, got a sign in so. yeah. Williams, I think integration for him here would probably be a lot easier. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it depends if he just believes in the project or not. But then again, I think he would be, I agree with you, I think he'd be a fantastic signing for Man United. Yeah, he's ex- uh, If he went there, I think he would really, really be a good, man. He's exa- um, he's exactly he,
3: what he they exact need. He's exactly what we yeah, need. Sort of setup back. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah.
0: And and to be fair, the fee of twenty seven million pounds is such a good fee. It's such a really, really good
3: fee. And to be <laughs> fair, Lil fucking Owash, yeah. For that f- <laughs> bro, they they better give us some fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. discount, mate. What True. I want I want some of that fifty percent uh COVID yeah, yeah. discount on yeah, on yeah, yeah, the, the same discount we're getting in McDonald's, yeah. I want that off of fucking Gabrielle, yeah? Fifty nah, percent off, truth. mate.
4: No, to be honest, because, because, should because, tell them we paid for him already, because he <laughs> In it, in it, exactly. Uh, exactly. we paid for him already, mate, and more, and more. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: After they fleeced us last year, that, and then they sh- we should go back maybe next year, brother, and just try and get Sumari on the cheap as well, bro.
3: Yeah, to be fair, they should give us should fucking give all us of it. them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but just going back to the question, uh, uh, Leroy, Dan, is that back four too young? Uh AMN, KT, Saliba, and Gabriel, probably what, average
4: age there, probably of about what, 22, 23? Everyone's gassing about this AMN thing at fullback. He is not going to play fullback full time for Arsenal FC. Yeah, I I mean, so he's, he's, playing, he's playing fullback full time for Arsenal
3: FC at the moment. No,
4: he's not. No, he's not. he's playing, coming in for games now and again. He hasn't played that many games all season. That's not me. About, we're gonna sell him anyway to Brighton
0: for thirty mil. Nah, I can't. I can't. I, I can't let that run, bro. Don't
4: want that so, 30, thirty mil. Now. You wouldn't take
3: that.
0: I, the thing is, I just think. I like, I like him, but I'll take thirty yeah, mil for him. The thing is, yeah, I think he can do so much, bro. I, I really like. Like I said, if, not he certain, puts though, con- Sean. Uh, if he puts his concentration issues to the side, bro, and he, he really wants to apply himself, I think he's such a good player, bro. Like, you know what I mean, I really do. I really, I like his mix of attributes. Athletically, he's great technically he's decent when he wants to be as well so but I think as Arteta says it's, it's all down to him isn't it? Um, and, it and to be fair if someone bids 30 mil I'm sure the board would accept I'm sure they'll
3: accept I think we have to I don't think we're in a position where we can't like 30 mil is a yeah. stupid amount of money I think I could even see the board accepting 20 million for him to be honest Probably. but L- Lira, let me ask you a question yeah because I know you're not you know, I know you're not convinced but say he does stay yeah who are you starting right back next summer next season
4: I'm not convinced he actually wants to play fullback.
3: He day. does, man. He said, I, I, he says, I like, I like oh, it. Yeah, I love it. I love, love it. Love it. What but
4: more do you want him to say? What more do you want him to he say? He had faceless Abbeys in his mentions calling <laughs> him all sorts of names for the last hey, time He again. is trying to get the heat off him. That's all he's <laughs> trying to do. Man, if you ask my man in private, if you go to my man, what, what Caribbean shop did you see him in? <laughs> if you go yeah,
3: I him in. A, I can't remember what one it was, but it's in it like Limehouse or something. If you two like
4: sit down on your own with some mm. mac and cheese and mm. some plantain, mm. and you go and talk to him, yeah, I'm, it, I'm more of a. I don't want than to play with From being honest, uh, I don't want to play this fullback nonsense. He's going to tell you. He's going to tell you. I don't want to do it. I'm just doing. He's it. Probably, I'm He's not playing like that though. But yeah, he's he's, he's applying himself. But he, I, I'm still not believing that this guy wants to be a time Fullback. But let's say hypothetically he does. Hypothetically, he does. I, st- I still have my doubts about him at that position. What are your doubts, though? What are your he's doubts? Got a lot to learn. He's got a lot to learn. He's not very good on the ball. Like, Look at his stats. Go and look at his mm. past stats. When he plays a right back, he gives away the ball a lot. He's not.
2: He's a bit careless sometimes. But I think very he...
4: careless.
3: A lot of times. Is that he... as of late, though? I haven't noticed.
0: Sorry so, 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 so to butt in. Have you just seen what Martinez has, I mean, Martin has just said? He said basically, like. I'm happy at Arsenal, but I want to be number one in it. So if I don't get opportunities to play, I'm going to cut.
3: But I don't blame him. He deserves it, man. Like, he's he's done enough for himself to get a move. So um, big up him, man. Big up him. I'm just trying to find Ainsley Maitland now as his pass percentage. Um, Where is it? Hey, 82.6%. Come on, man. What, all season? Yeah. Nah.
2: (laughs) The thing
3: is <laughs> what do you by? mean? I'm literally just giving you the
4: stats. Uh, I, was
2: to,
4: <laughs> oh, I was going to games and see a man in the 70s. And... Boy, 82% well, he is. 82% across the season. He
2: buys himself. He, he's, he's very, very
4: good. No, no, Lewis. I'm not having this. This is a finesse. Can you break it down into different <laughs> things? All right, cool. I'm into not... what? Into what? Different games,
3: so like different every games. game, and just right. like this, that is last at ten games. All right, one set, one set. Let me. I can't, I can't. I, I mean, I can't bloody do that. I'm not bloody whiz, but um, all let right. me try and get his games up if I okay.
2: can. What that. I was about to say is, I think he keeps the ball very well, but he has like those two or three moments where he gives it away that like kind of sticks in your mind, and you're like, oh, "This guy is careless." Well, he's not done it often in that game. He's just done it one, two, three what, two, three times, and like when he probably shouldn't have it at all. Well, he's kept it on a number of occasions, when another fullback like Bellerin would have just punted punt it down the line, just cleared into someone's feet, was might in finds find solutions there, but then he has those laps of concentrations. You're like, what the fuck is he
4: doing? And he let- has that more than someone like. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm casting a backup because of a lot of the games I'm thinking this guy's slot.
3: Let, let, let me give you the stats. You asked for the, the match by match breakdowns, right? So I haven't got the actual stats for the Chelsea final one on the. On the on, the, um, on this website I'm using. I'm using FB Ref. Maybe someone go on who scored and check. But um, uh, against Watford, um, he started right. So he got 83.8 in that game. That's decent. Um, I haven't got the Man City one as well. That's annoying because he played 90 minutes in that one. I'll try and find these. Um, his previous start before then... Oh, man, where's all he starts? All right. Sheffield United at home, uh, 80%. Not bad. Uh, Crystal Palace 68 dot, dropped um, When he played at home against United It was 84.5 Chelsea was 77.2 Bournemouth 85.4 All of them are high 80s no, That's fair enough, maybe I'm trying to shit Even oh. against Man City when he played Wait, in, even going back, okay, 90% even, in that game But I Even going back to, like, early
4: games like, Obviously he's had this big upsurge in form when he's actually been committed, but even going back way before then because I'm, I'm convinced that when I was looking at our, um, Ainsley was full uh, fullback properly, obviously before you said, right, I'm going to apply myself and had this resurgence, he used to seem to me, at least, to give away the ball quite a lot. Maybe he's improved. Who knows? But uh, to nice, nice. I,
0: I, 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 I get what Leroy is saying, but I don't think it's down to a lack of ability in it. That's why I say with, with Ainsley, a lot of like You know when you talk about Joe Willock, bro? That's lack of ability, bro. But when you talk oh. about... Ability, bro,
3: Yes. Why can't we go a pod without just no after Jay, yeah, right?
0: no. you people are terrorists You remove your praise of him, bro? Such but um, no. but, but 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 Ainsley can actually do pretty much most of the stuff he wants when he when, he, when he's focused, you know what I mean? He can execute well, um, and yeah, I, I don't know, I really like him, man. I can't even lie to you, bro. But I, out of all the players we could sell, yeah, and you know how much I even like Nelson, bro. I'll sell Nelson way before I sell Ainsley, bro. I'll sell, bro, I'd even thought. Actually, let me know hey! <laughs> <laughs> we almost got
4: him we almost got him, <laughs> almost got
3: him. <laughs> almost got him. He's, he's getting there he's getting close he's getting really really close right now couple more weeks yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, do you, yeah do you know I, no no I love, I love Ainsley bro I don't, I don't want to sell him I don't want to sell him
3: I think alright let, let me um let me try Ainsen's and get the character, some. Man. you see him in the pictures with the Budweiser on his Bro, head. Yeah. Bro,
0: did you did you see him on the bus with lacazettes? No. That guy, he was no, waved. he was definitely he,
2: waved. He, funny, I, at
3: least he's transferred from uh, the ganja to <laughs> alcohol. I think that's, that's you know I don't, I don't, obviously I don't want him playing drunk, but maybe it's a bit more preferable than playing high. Uh,
0: you, you know Bonnie when your Arsenal
3: legends did it. Yeah, exactly. It worked for <laughs> them, so why not Ainsley?
0: You know in the off-season, this guy gets drunk, bro. You know you know he enjoys himself, bro. He, he goes partying and coming. What's
3: that, what's that drink that everyone... Magnum. I know Ainsley loves a Magnum. I know <laughs> I Ainsley, Ainsley loves, Ainsley loves Ainsley. a Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> I know he loves it. I know he loves it. Uh, let me try and do a couple more questions then before we wrap things up. Um, but the patron guys are mainly asking the same question. So Aziz, Gunar, Tekka's Big Up You, Omni Wrench, Johan Yo, Tomia Ajayi, Marvino, um, you you've all asked questions that I think we've kind of covered. Uh, wait, let's see. Yeah, Marvino asked, with all our rival strength and Arsenal taking scraps like Coutinho, Willian looks like top four is out of the question next year. Is it Europa League or bust? That's quite a negative outlook on it, but um, I think we kind of we kind of answered that with uh, where we think that the uh, the um, our signings are going to end up so let me just quickly go to some of the non-patrons if we've got any decent questions you non
0: patrons sign up bro that's what i'm saying
3: you're you're getting scraps now people might not even be listening to this they might not (laughs) even hear your question so yeah uh
2: what the thing is about coutinho yeah for me coutinho he's still at a good age he's just extremely extremely expensive he's like 27 28 Mm. and i (laughs) know he has ability he's got bags of ability it's just the the price the pricing it's on it. Too thing.
0: much because even because oh. what Barca paid how much one hundred forty year. Even right now, no one ain't going to pay him, like seventy. A year. Even fifty. Mm. Is anyone paying fifty for Coutinho yeah. right now?
2: They fuck
3: themselves, man. That's why they want to. That's why they want to do that stupid thing that they were talking about, where pay, they'll pay us a hundred mil for Gunduzi, and then yeah. we we we, we buy Coutinho for one hundred nine million or whatever. I, I don't know how that works, but. Smart, smart people understand it. But um, R- Robin Stanford he is up, He is actually a patron, so um, he's asked a question. Right, big up you, Robin. Yeah, he's a Robin. new patron, actually Robin, signed Robin, up, Robin. signed up recently. So big Aye, up, Rob, him. Rob,
0: Rob. he's he's my boy. Big up, Robin. I know, Robin. Oh,
3: okay. Big oh, up, Robin. Man. Yeah, oh, big up, Robin, bro. Um, he Rest he says. The rest of you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll cut you off there, yeah? Uh, with, with, with the sign-ins of Saliba and Gabriel basically confirmed, fuck it, oh, he's a... He's a, he's a <laughs> right, go, Slow that's down, that's Robin, all right? Just him, show, him, show him, talk to your boy, because he's, no, he's no, jinxed no, no, it, it you. yeah? That, that's a bit that's a bit too wild, that is. <laughs> um, he says, does that mean a switch to a back four for us? I, I don't know if Saliba's going to come in straight away. I still think yeah, start, if Gabriel that's... starts... Uh, if he comes in, I think it'll be him and gabriel to start
0: that's it i thought I, I feel a lot more comfortable with louise if he's partnered with someone like gabriel plus that's his countrymen as well in it, it's supposed to be portuguese and whatever in it so it, it, sh- it shouldn't be bad and plus um because gabriel's fast and quick across the ground he can sort of cover for some of louise's floor like i said i don't think having a 20 year old and 22 year old even though i believe they're the future i don't think it's good to start them straight away just sort of bed them in as, as the season goes mm-hmm. um but yeah, specifically speaking, because I've said that I think him and party are such important signings. Um, that that will continue to add to the structure and the sort of the organisation of the team. But um, in ter- from a scoring goals perspective, that's that's why I say creativity. After those two, creativity becomes paramount. Really, really important.
2: See, see, I, I do, I do think as well. We probably have to start going with that pairing and embed it, Saliba in because Saliba is not even twenty; he's nineteen, and he turned nineteen this year. Like, yeah. Um, let me check. I don't even know how many senior apps he has even, even
3: Gabriel. This is his first full proper season.
2: Um,
3: like I know he played a little bit for Lille last season, but I don't think he started that many games for Lille last season.
2: So yeah, he had was... 28 apps for San Etienne.
3: And he was injured for a lot of it, right? Three, three, four months of it, I think he was injured for.
0: Yeah, he had the meta, the meta task I think early on in the season, yeah. but then he, and then he came back. Yeah, it is think,
3: it is quite concerning. That's the one weak point I would say about Gabriel is I don't think I might actually be wrong here. I've done it without to, actually looking to, at the stats. To
0: to, to to be honest though, I think this is what you have to do because there are very few prime age centre backs you're looking at and you're thinking boom. Like outside of Koulibaly Bali, who is there that is a sort of a prime age centre back that you could sign right now that wouldn't cost an absolute bomb? I that you Kula know Bali mean?
3: guy as well, bro.
0: Yeah. That, that's the thing. It's it's not value for money because they're asking for a hundred mil for Kudabali. That's not value for money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's not value for money at all. And how Kudabali's like nearly. I swear. How old is he? Like twenty nine. He's twenty eight.
4: Twenty nine. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's a good player, but hundred m's. I yeah, think
4: this they're, is, they're is like uh, smoking but When did Arteta come in? Did he come in the United game? No, I'm uh, boldness. Mike,
0: former, former.: You know, you know,
4: you know what I'm, I'm actually talking about Sorry to But, as like, because before the United.: <laughs> That's why I, wa- I
3: wonder why I leave got quiet, you know. <laughs> it was 82.8, 75, 66.7, 70, 80,
4: 175, and then 61.9. And then all after the United game, they all went up to their 80 so that—that's. I knew I wasn't bugging. I knew I wasn't bugging.
3: Yeah, but it was only eight. It was only about eight months ago, mate. Get get with the times, fucking out. Oh, I
4: knew I was bugging because I was looking at this stats, thinking they're higgy, bro. So yeah, I needed to clear that up. Obviously, that.
3: Like. Yeah. Um. But do 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 you guys envision us going to a back forward? Do you think? Anton raised a point in the group chat today that maybe he'd feel a bit more comfortable with with a back three with Louise because that gets the best out of Louise. But I don't think we should be catering yeah, to a defence just to, to get the best
4: out of Louise. When you're hamstrung in midfield, you can only play two midfielders. We need yeah. to score goals again. Yeah.
0: yeah. We need to. We need, we need
4: to. to. I need to see free flowing football. And, mm-hmm. honestly, the next time our team pens someone in for, like, 20 minutes, yeah, I think I'll cry tears of joy. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's not... No, oh, it's, nah, not it's,
0: it's true. It's true. That, and and that's, why, that's why I don't want the three at the back, because it just takes away from an extra extra midfielder. Um, I think I saw this was our lowest goal-scoring season since, so like, 95-96. Yeah, man. And so, despite our defensive problems, that is pretty much our biggest flaw right now. And um, Arteta spoke a couple of weeks ago
2: I think about... the defensive
0: problems, I think, actually. Yeah. So, Arteta spoke a couple of weeks, of, weeks ago about scoring more goals but obviously we can't score more goals unless we create and we don't have any creative midfielders in it do you know what I mean so you spoke about renewing all those attacking midfielders that we used to have which is why I'm I continuously just bang that sort of drum the guys that can play in the half spaces we don't have them do you know what I mean so Bios is a step in the right direction but ideally you get another as well um that's why I said I, I would sign two attacking midfielders and, and promote Emil Smithrow. But obviously, I know all of that stuff is not going to happen. So we take it little by little. But getting someone in like Coutinho is probably. probably sell
4: him Willock as well. Sell him Willock. Big one. What's that? Sell him Willock. Listen,
3: if we're signing Partey and Coutinho, I'll, I'll happily sell Willock. And that's, that's absolutely fine because we, we wouldn't <laughs> need him. But um, all right, cool. Let's let's leave it there because I think we've, we've done quite a long pod, actually. I, I said an hour and we've been going for an hour and a half. So yeah, uh, you guys are getting more than you. Uh, more well, than you signed up for. What
0: are you paying away. for? And I went away for like half an hour as well. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, um, again, uh, make sure to follow us, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Guys, if you haven't joined the Patreon, we are going to be doing like non-stop content. It don't stop. So you're
0: missing we're out. We're still going to be
3: releasing content. So make sure to join. It'll it, it be, it be well worth it, especially to get like the, the player profiles that we're going to talk about. We didn't really get to, you know, going too much depth about these potential new signings. So we can do that on the Patreon, obviously. Um, yeah, so uh, cu- uh, the link to the Patreon will be in the bio. You can you can join via that. Follow us on Touchy Gunas, and we'll be back next week. Cheers, guys. easy
1: To two two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil, it Ozil. Go. What he went Deal, but I one, now one, it oh on on side. MVP free kick. to I thought was was Ian it was but I not seeing Brian. Man could have had that fight. But I'm gonna mean walk on side. Man, had have to drop that man. Not spit this of the
4: There's more to working from home than emails So you need Wi-Fi with reliable
3: speed, the most in-home coverage and built-in security You need Xfinity XFi That's simple,
4: easy, awesome Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced
3: Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.